We live in a society today where comfort is very much the goal. We don't want to be too bold or too open in how we speak in case we offend someone and make them feel uncomfortable. We phrase questions in such a way as to preface them with, I don't know if you'd be comfortable with this, but... And we avoid uncomfortable conversations. I can even start my husband's car remotely so that by the time we get in it, it's already heated up or cooled down depending on the weather that day so that I am not too hot, not too cold, and not too uncomfortable. If everything is always comfortable in our lives, then whether we realize it or not, we are just constructing for ourselves a glass ceiling that is keeping you from reaching your potential. Welcome to today's episode of the Best You Can Be Leadership Podcast, where we offer bite-sized lessons and steps that you can implement as a part of your journey towards becoming the very best that you can be. This is your podcast host, Brigitte Bornstein, and just so you know, for planning purposes, we release a new episode the first and third Tuesday of every month with some amazing guests. Thank you so much for joining me for today's discussion. I hope you'll return my handshake to you. You can do that through becoming a part of this community on Instagram, my website, bestyoucanbe.com, or by subscribing and leaving helpful comments. So with this idea of a glass ceiling, I'd like for you to just imagine something. Think about the last thing you didn't do just because it scared you. And I, I don't mean something that scared you for good reason. So if it was in your best interest, you know, safety or health-wise, if it could have been harmful, that's just called using your good judgment, not avoiding getting out of your comfort zone. But the last time you felt like you really wanted to take advantage of an opportunity, but fear crept in and you didn't. So like you didn't speak up when you wanted to, or you didn't go for an opportunity because it, it seemed a little too just out of your comfort zone. There's really no better way to say that. And how did that make you feel? Did it make you feel empowered or defeated? Maybe it made you feel like you were solidifying a bad habit because in all reality, that is exactly what we do when we have an opportunity to do something brave and we choose not to. Every time we step out of our comfort zone, we are paving the way for it to be a little bit easier the next time and a little bit easier the time after that. And every time we choose not to step out of our comfort zone, we are doing the complete opposite. We're getting more and more comfortable avoiding hard things, steering clear of challenges, playing our lives on the safe side to avoid embarrassment, nervousness, things like that. So in this episode, we're going to dive right in to why we want to get out of our comfort zone, what is on the other side of breaking free from its limitations, and how this will affect the person that you are as a whole. Because I believe that there is untapped potential waiting on the other side of just a few brave steps outside of our idea of what is comfortable. So first, all of us have different comfort zones. Some are bigger than others, some extended to different types of activities. So for example, it's relatively within my comfort level to introduce myself to somebody that I just met. Whereas that might be way outside of your comfort zone and that's perfectly fine. There are different goals that we all bring to expanding our, our comfort zones, but let's just start with a baseline definition. Uh, the definition I chose is from Cambridge Dictionary, the Cambridge Dictionary. A comfort zone is a situation in which you feel comfortable and do not have to do anything new or difficult. 
it's a situation in which you feel comfortable and don't have to do anything new or difficult. And I picked this definition because I thought it was funny. Do we really want to live a life of never doing anything new or difficult? Like, really? It's great to have successes and all, but I think it's almost universal that we all mostly learn more from mistakes than we do from the things that come naturally and easily to us. And I think that that's in part because if something is so hard for us that we actually don't do well, we don't perform well, our brains kind of connect the dots for us that maybe that was something unique that we weren't really used to experiencing a lot. So we need to take extra notes on that learning curve for future reference in our memories. In other words, I like to think of it like event takes place where we do something unusual. It required some courage and maybe made us a little bit nervous beforehand. And then after our brain was like, whoa, that was totally unexpected. In case we do public speaking down the road, I'm going to store this memory in an extra special file of things that are out of ordinary activity. And on the topic of memories, our brains play just a huge role in the whole idea of having a comfort zone and why this can be such a challenge. If you get up and you speak in front of a crowd right now, I would say that for most people, that is definitely outside of the comfort zone. So you'll feel a little shaky, be a little sweaty. Your heart will be practically beating out of your chest so dramatically that you can feel it. And there's a lot of uncertainty surrounding this entire thing. You know, will you, will you trip and fall as you walk out on stage? Will people hate what you have to say? Will you forget what you have to say? Will they notice that your palms are sweaty? What if they're, what if they're judging your outfit and they think it's ugly? You know, like all these things just run through our brain. And it, it doesn't have to be speaking in front of people for it to be out of your comfort zone. That's honestly just a pretty easy, easy example for me to use. But it could be something much simpler, like switching up your routine one day, just a little bit. And that can be plenty to throw you off for the day. And there's a reason for that too. Within the comfort zone is repetition, routine, things that you expect and outcomes that you expect from doing them. Anything that's not routine, not familiar, not practiced or, or backed by repetition, that's kind of outside of your comfort zone. And I think that that's why a lot of experts recommend sort of tricking your brain into some sort of familiarity by doing a mindful envisioning, envisioning what you're going to do before whatever that thing is that you might be anticipating. So just as, as an example, when, when I was younger, I played the piano. So little me, before recitals, I remember going to the place where the recital would be, walking up to the piano as if it was my turn and just imagining rows of listeners in the audience, taking my bow, you know how musicians bow before and after a performance to acknowledge the, the people who have come to watch, taking a, a deep breath in, sitting in the bench, scooting it forward, getting comfortable, and then beginning to play my piano piece. Now, not only would I detail all of that in my mind and just imagine it all taking place, but I would also, of course, just practice like it was the real deal. And then by the time the real recital comes along, it's still scary, but it's a little bit less scary. And you can kind of rely on some of that muscle memory or, or memory memory, I guess, since you imagine it uh, at that point. But going back a bit, why do we want to get out of our comfort zones? You know, in other words, what, what's in it for me? What's in it for you? Well, first, I want to be a leader. 
I want to lead myself. I want to lead others. And I want to lead a life full of rewarding challenge and growth. So from that perspective, we want to cultivate character traits like determination, belief, confidence, bravery, and, and things like that. And this really reminds me of this quote uh, that I'm going to read from Eleanor Roosevelt. You gain strength, courage, and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to look fear in the face. You're able to say to yourself, I lived through this horror. I can take the next thing that comes along. You gain strength, courage, and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to look fear in the face. You are able to say to yourself, I lived through this horror. I can take the next thing that comes along. Rephrased, you can gain a better character and, and more strength and resilience every time you intentionally take a step to do that thing that might scare you a bit so that the next time there's an opportunity to do something of equal or greater nervousness value, you can conquer that too. And that is essentially your comfort zone just getting bigger and bigger slowly but surely. And why do we want to do that? Why do we want a bigger capacity to take on new things? Why do we want fewer and fewer things that have the power over us to cause us to be nervous or get totally thrown out of whack? A few reasons. Four, actually. Four reasons. So one, life preparation. Chances are, if you are listening to this right now, you are either young and smart enough to know that life has a way of throwing very difficult circumstances at us totally out of left field, and you want to develop the ability to be prepared to handle that. Not even necessarily bad circumstances, but just challenges. Okay, so that's life preparation. Or you're listening to this and you're much older than me and you're just nodding your head because you can instantly think of numerous instances where life has just hit you upside the head with difficulty after difficulty and unforeseen hardship. So one of the two I think most of us recognize being prepared for life is important. So reason number one to step outside of your comfort zone is to prepare yourself for the unpredictable. Reason number two, I think that a lot of us really esteem and respect the idea of a servant leader. And that is a person who leads with a heart of service for others before serving him or herself, uh, just pouring into others, building them up, helping them reach their potential. And part of that is, in my opinion, things like taking on people's burdens for a time being, understanding the difficulty that they might be faced with, understanding their fears and hesitations going forward into a new opportunity. So as a servant leader to other people, you stepping out of your comfort zone is helping you better prepare yourself to help others either do the same thing, help others when life throws things at them, just things like that. Reason number three is just to improve yourself. Uh, Stephen Covey says, just as we develop our physical muscles through overcoming opposition, such as lifting weights, we develop our character muscles by overcoming challenges and adversity. Just as we develop our physical muscles through overcoming opposition, such as lifting weights, we develop our character muscles by overcoming challenges and adversity. People ask me all the time, why did you go to a military school? Uh, especially because I didn't commission. I am not in the military, uh, but I still went to a military school. And my full answer has a few different things. But honestly, I didn't want to. I did not want to go to VMI when I was a senior in high school. But I knew that it was going to be a four 
year commitment of being out of my comfort zone. So as a senior in high school, I made that commitment to spend four years of being challenged and being pushed outside of my comfort zone. And, and no one actually wants to get out of their comfort zone. That's why I say, you know, when, I, when people ask me, why did I want to go to a military school? My first answer is I didn't want to. <laughs> it's uncomfortable and that makes sense. We all experience that. But I knew that by taking that step, by making that commitment, that I would be challenged, stretched, grown, refined, and unfortunately, we can't all go to a school that provides challenges for us. So most of us have to take challenges and, and make them for ourselves. And at the end of this episode, I actually have a list of some simple ways that you can kind of kick yourself out of your comfort zone, like today or tomorrow. They're very simple and doable. But lastly, uh, reason number four to step out of your comfort zone is to train your brain. We are wired to like things that aren't scary. We don't like being in a state of uncertainty, of questioning, do we need to think about fight or flight here? You know, we, we don't like that. And uncertainty is just inevitable in literally every day. I don't know when there will be a fender bender that is going to put me in an hour's worth of traffic. I don't know when I'll receive bad news. I don't know when the post office will accidentally and randomly lose my baggage. I picked that example because that's actually just happened to me. But our brains do not like the idea of not knowing exactly what to expect. But by doing little things to switch up a routine here and there, doing an extra challenging exercise and a workout that we don't usually do, we can train our brains to just be a little bit more chill in the face of unexpected events. And we can train our brains to be a little more calm during stressful situations. So here's the list. Uh, I encourage you to pick one or come up with your own idea uh, just so that you can challenge yourself. Because like Shannon Poulsen said in my interview with her a few episodes ago, if you wanna do hard things, you have to do hard things. <laughs> You could do something really big or really small. So an idea of something really, really big is actually an idea that I got from, from Sadie Robertson Huff. She went skydiving. Okay, I know that that's, that's really big. You're probably not gonna do that today or tomorrow, but I like the idea behind it. So she was kind of coming to the close on, on really breaking through some crippling anxiety and fear that she'd been dealing with. And so she just decided, she was like, you know what? I've always been afraid of heights, you know, skydiving is not something I would naturally want to do, but because I've been working so much on breaking free from this anxiety, I'm going to go skydiving to kind of symbolize this breakthrough that I'm having in my life and in my heart and in my mind right now. So that's huge. You know, we don't all have to do that, but I think that the symbolism behind it is really cool. Some more simpler ones that you can do right now are you can go without Apple Maps. And I'm smiling right now because this one is one that I should probably do. I literally go to the grocery store using my Google or Apple Maps app. And I've gone to the grocery store a ton of times. The route never changes. I've never gotten lost, but there's just kind of this, this fear, you know, my comfort zone that's like, oh, what if I take a wrong turn? And then I'll be late. Or what if I forget? You know, I don't know. So you can go without maps, going somewhere kind of routine. If that's you, you can take the stairs as opposed to the escalator. You can get up a little bit earlier. For a lot of people, you know, their alarm clock every single day, like that's their routine. So maybe set it 10 minutes earlier, see how you do. You can take a class on Skillshare. So if you're not a creative type, find a class on watercolor painting 
and that's just a great way to do something new that's unfamiliar to you. You can you can join a new group where you'll be forced to interact with new people and introduce yourself. You can actually you can look up something called Toastmasters International. It's a meetup group and if they have one in your area, that's where people can go specifically to encourage one another in practicing speaking in front of people. If you don't want to do that, you know, maybe social media is out of your comfort zone. Get on and do a live video. Trust me, that can be scary. (laughs) Um, Get off social media for a week. If social media is actually within your comfort zone, maybe take it away from yourself for a little bit. Give something up that you really like for a little while, like coffee or something sweet. You can take a cold shower. I'm probably not gonna do this one, but I'm telling you, you can do it. Um, You can walk to the mailbox without a jacket on if it's cold outside, you know? So that's just 30 seconds of I'm gonna be a little chilly for a second. So those are some ideas. By by glass ceiling, I really just mean that your comfort zone is limiting you. And I mean that in just a super literal sense. So to recap what we've talked about today, first of all, we all have different comfort zones. Some are bigger than others. Some extend into different types of activities. So for example, it's within my comfort zone to introduce myself to someone that I just met if I go somewhere. Whereas that might be very much outside of your comfort zone, and that is perfectly okay. Uh, The definition that I used came from the Cambridge Dictionary saying that a comfort zone is a situation in which you feel comfortable and you don't have to do anything new or difficult. Pretty self-explanatory looking at that definition and seeing why we clearly need to take some intentional steps away from our comfortable circles, but... What's really in it for us when we do that? What do we gain from doing that? First, I wanna be a leader. I wanna lead myself, I wanna lead others, and I want to lead a life full of rewarding, challenging growth. And so from that perspective, we really wanna cultivate character traits like determination, belief, confidence, bravery, and the like. And those are all character traits that are pretty common in people that get out of their comfort zone. We also reflected on a quote from Eleanor Roosevelt. She said, you gain strength, courage, and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to look fear in the face. You are able to say to yourself, I lived through this horror. I can take the next thing that comes along. And lastly, reasons why expanding our comfort zone will expand our leadership ability. One, life preparation for handling unexpected events in our lives. Two, becoming more of a servant leader because we will also be prepared to handle unexpected events in the lives of others. Three, just self-improvement. For that, we used a quote by Stephen Covey. He says, just as we develop our physical muscles through overcoming opposition, such as lifting weights, we develop our character muscles by overcoming challenges and adversity. And fourth, to train our brains. Our brains naturally steer clear of things that we can't expect and predict, but we can train our brains to be a little more chill in the face of unexpected events and a little more calm during stressful situations. So go revisit that list of ideas to step out of your comfort zone. Be brave. I believe in you. And if you start with little things, the big things will definitely follow. Thanks so much for joining me on the Best You Can Be Leadership Podcast. If you are as excited as I am about diving into our potential and stepping into the very best versions of ourselves, then follow me on Instagram at bestyoucanbe and don't be afraid to send me a message. 
You can also visit bestyoucanbe.com and fill out a contact me form. I can't wait to meet you. In this episode, I've stuck my hand out to introduce myself to you, but go ahead and do the same for me. Tell me who you are, what your story is, and what you would like to see most in lessons to apply to your leadership experiences. Until next episode, keep going, keep growing, and keep becoming the best you can be. Thank you.